What's up? It is Esports Live on a Friday. Glad to have everybody along. I'm smiling because I immediately looked down to the chat and the most recent comment in the uh, super in the waiting room on YouTube was a uh, nuclear saying trailer needs to be cut after this year. My goodness, if that's how we're going to start, uh, then this show is going to be off the rails on a Friday morning talking about the real reason why Traylon Burks is doing nothing on offense for the Titans. He's been back for two games after returning from his concussion. He has a uh, grand total of one catch for one yard. The second play of the game on Monday night, a screen after a Derrick Henry loss, a screen to set up like third and 11. Uh, That's all Traylon Burks had. He had one other target down the field incomplete, but uh, Sam, uh, there's been a lot of chatter around what the Titans are doing with Traylon Burks. Are they, not even trying to use Traylon Burks, or they misusing Traylon Burks, or is he, as I put on the graphic, is Traylon Burks a ghost playmaker? Because Mike Vrabel uh, has basically labeled him a ghost playmaker. Those are my words, not Vrabel's, but we'll talk all about Traylon Burks and the real reason why the Titans' second-year former first-round pick wideout is not doing anything production-wise on this offense with four games left. We'll also talk about the AFC South as this is really a make-or-break, we've said that a few times, a make-or-break weekend in a game for the Titans, and we'll get to that before ending the week with good news. So, Sam, welcome in. What's going on? Uh, I am excited about this show, and i got a surprise for you later on today, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, hey, you you mentioned that this is a make-or-break game, and it feels like that's like the third or fourth time we've mentioned that so far this season, but that's kind of what the 2023 Titans have done. They are all the way out until they start to kind of pull you back in. And now we're kind of back in. And if they win over Davis Mills and the Texans, we're going to be uh, at least marginally back in as we start to preview what the AFC South looks like going into another game at home against the Seattle Seahawks uh, just a week later. But that that's what this team has been. Uh, and I think today's show is going to be maybe controversial, maybe heated. Maybe not between you and me, but maybe between us and the chat. I I don't know, but Traylon Burks has been a hot-button issue for a lot of Titans fans over the course of the 2023 season. So there's a lot to get to here and a lot of opinions to delve out. Uh, But first, before we do any of that, make sure everybody shares the show. If you're watching on Facebook, hit the share button in the bottom right corner. If you're watching on YouTube, take that YouTube link, send it to a friend, send it to a group chat, send it to a Titans fan or NFL fan in your life, introduce them to A to Z Sports and get them involved in this morning's show. Uh, Do the same thing with Twitch. You can repost us on X and get it out on your timeline that way. However it is that you watch or found out about our show to begin with, make sure you're sharing it uh, and getting somebody else involved. That's the best way to support A to Z Sports here before we kick things off on a Friday morning. Yep, let's get it going officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com. And we are Nashville's on-demand sports.network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. 
the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, protecting your information online, and get a two-week free trial with our sponsor link, aura.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the mid-state area, Columbia, Murfreesboro, Franklin, online, KrebsKubota.com. Calm. So, man, that, that chat is already off on fire. Uh, Balazar just run deep down the sideline. Tim Kelly to Traylon Burks. Lance saying uh, Traylon Burks has stolen money. Started off out of shape and continued a downward uh, from the beginning. Should have given him away uh, when the Titans traded away Kevin Byard. So there's a lot of conversation around Traylon Burks. You weren't getting anything and, for Traylon Burks when you traded away Kevin. Yeah. Byard. I mean, it wasn't is, he concussed he, I during think that? He was. No, yeah, maybe. No, no, he got concussed two the days Pittsburgh after. Game. Okay. So yeah, two days after the trade deadline, he got concussed. Looks very seriously. And he's wearing that Q collar, that white thing around his neck. And you're seeing Derek Henry wear that too. Uh, but he's wearing the Q collar to help out with that concussion, the after effects there. But two weeks ago, uh, against the Colts, they make Traylon Burks active. They get him a, a run in like he's playing pickup basketball at the local Y and let him run 10 snaps, which is basically like enough to get a sweat uh, to see how he was doing, right? Knock the rust off and go out there and run a little bit in a game. Then against uh, the Dolphins on Monday Night Football, he has 46 snaps. He's out there a lot throughout that game. The Titans win the game. Traylon Burks has one catch for one yard. It was the second play of the game for the Tennessee Titans offense. A quick screen out to the side that set up a third and 11 after Derrick Henry got hit behind the line of scrimmage on the first play of the game. And that was it. That was all Traylon Burks' production. He did have a target late in the game, a deep shot that fell incomplete from Will Levis. And so I think really where this began, Sam, of everybody really having their opinions on, okay, is Traylon Burks really just this bad or is he not even being used because our guy James Foster at A to Z sports film room put out every route that Traylon Burks ran on Monday night football against the dolphins and former Titans receiver. Great. Derek Mason saw that and had some thoughts about it. This was D Mace on Twitter. And we'll play the video here in a second from the film of every Traylon Burks route. D-May says they have this young man running nothing but clear-out routes, a.k.a. decoy. This needs to be addressed by the head coach. They must get him involved in the game. And Sam will start here. The first route of the game by Traylon Burks, and James broke this down. And look, there's an incomplete pass to Hopkins, and Burks is just running down the field. Once again, Burks running down the field was probably open. On that, here's another one. Burks running straight down the field on the sideline, uh, and Will Levis is sacked on that play. Burks again on the left side, clear out route, quick, short, underneath completion by Levis, and Burks on the right side, running down the field. And uh, this is when Levis scrambled uh, there. Burks, bottom of the screen, running deep down the field, short intermediate over the middle. Burks again. Just running down the field. Levis sacked. I guess he got rid of that football. Uh, Burks running down the field again. You know, that was a deep ball to Hopkins at the unbelievable catch there by, by Diop. Burks, goal line target, circle route. That was a one-read and throw. Uh, Burks again in the goal line. Could have been 
completion to NWI. And then uh, Burks, now he's back to his clear-out routes and clear-out ways. Sam, there's a lot of this stuff. So when you're watching this this look back at every Burks route, do you agree what, with what Derek Mason is saying, that he's just running a bunch of – here's the one target, right? That's the one target down the field that he actually got the ball thrown to him. Uh, and then a little stop route there. You could have thrown it to that. That was incomplete to Diop. But what do you think about this exercise, what James Foster did with all these Burks routes? Yeah, I think it's a combination here of there are some decoy routes. I mean, there are some times here where he is straight up running a go and not really turning his head. I mean, he is running. I think this one is a that one actually oh, that you were about that. to play was a great example of it. Uh, he ends up not he just kind of runs straight down and pulls the safety with him. And it's the one that Deandre Hopkins then comes open across the middle deep uh, on in that two minute drill that the Titans were doing. They got a big gain to D hop. I, I do think it's a combination though of this. There were some here as well, and we can play it again because I know there's one right at the beginning uh, of this set of plays here where it, like he is, open and looking for the ball. And it's a matter of just Will Levis, not necessarily looking at him. I believe it's just a couple that of plays one. like that one. That one's a complete decoy route. That is a, you know, a route. This one right here that you just saw that third route. I'll play one more time. Look for this third route. He is open deep. And that is the primary read on Levis. He didn't have enough time with his protection to get the ball here. This yeah. is an example of a clear out route. That he was never looking there. He pulls his guy, but Levis takes a look and the one-on-one -on -one coverage steps yeah. up through the pressure, but takes a hit and doesn't have the time to get rid of the ball. It's a combination here. I think Derek Mason has a point that uh, the, the Titans have used Traylon all year as a guy who can open things up for other players with his ability to be a deep threat. And if you, even if you just hit one deep ball to Traylon Burks, which they did uh, earlier in the season, right. But you do it once in his limited snaps or whatever. Now defenses see it. You can't leave him wide open. He might pull a safety. He opens things up. So I do think the Titans are trying to use him uh, and basically daring defenses to, leave him in single coverage, leave him in single yeah. coverage and see what happens. You leave him in double coverage. We'll throw it to somebody else. Like you bring help. We'll find somebody else. So uh, I don't think it's just like he's only out there to be a decoy and to run around and distract people. There are some times that Will Levis is looking his way, but, and we'll get into why I think this overall, why I think Traylon doesn't have the production here. Uh, but I, I, I think there's a lot more factors than just, Oh, the head coach does it just wants him to run around and get his cardio in here. Yeah. Well, I, I saw like, you know, uh, uh, I think it was somebody earlier said that this is on Tim Kelly. Cause those routes are nothing. Like what is that route? And Kyle was saying, is that it though? That I mean, like he's, that's a one-on-one -on -one no, in, it, in, so in single man press coverage there on the right side. That is like, if you're Tim Kelly, if you're Will Levis, if you're Mike Rabel, you take that 10 out of 10 times and you throw it 10 out of 10 times. Will Levis was looking that way, stepped up, had pressure in his face. There's another time that he runs that curl and he sits in the middle of the field. He probably has a gain of eight to 10 yards there. If Will Levis oh, yeah. throws him the ball, he looks off him and throws the D hop. So it like, it's easy to be like, oh, what is that route when the guy doesn't catch the football? But I mean, no, these are route I concepts that happen on every play. 
exploit. There are definitely some, there are a lot of routes there that are designed to move a defender away. That like, that's how, play design yeah, does that. Balthazar says drag him across the field. Like they do D hop. That's I mean, sure, it's not necessarily Traylon's skill set, though. Like, it's not his number one skill set. But it set. is. Uh, no, I disagree. He's a threat more than he's somebody who can get dragged. I, I disagree. I think he is a, I think he is a, as Coach Mack would say on Titans Radio, a transcontinental route guy. He is a route that does not have the quick breaking breaks. He is a, sure. he, right, he is a fluid route. If it's a longer a route across the field, yeah. yes. I, I, I interpreted so, this as kind of that, like, shallow cross that, like, they have D-hop run a lot of the time to free him up but so i want to get to mike vrabel on this because vrabel was asked a few questions about Traylon burks and his lack of usage in the decoy and the clear out routes Uh, and mike vrabel had some words to say about that so we'll play the head coach here in a second on his second year wide out Traylon burks who is basically doing nothing on offense when it comes to the uh statistical categories that wide receivers are judged by as a former first round pick but first krebs kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs if you're looking for that piece of machinery, that piece of equipment to help you achieve and accomplish your projects around your home and property. This upcoming spring, Krebs Kubota is the place you should turn to online at KrebsKubota.com. They are an elite Kubota dealer having the best equipment, the best warranties in the industry with that equipment. And they also have the best customer service because family owned and operated for over 18 years. Krebs Kubota started in Columbia and that family owned business grew so much because they did such a good job creating relationships with their customers that they were able to expand in Murfreesboro and Franklin. So three stores for you across mid-state, uh, Columbia, Franklin, Murfreesboro, online, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's a second chance to win big. Uh, second chance to uh, you know hit big on NFL plays, on college football plays, on NBA plays, or hockey. Whatever sport is calling your name this weekend, make sure you're playing with the king of sportsbooks. It's betmgm.com and the bonus code ATOZ Sports for up to $1,500 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All right, let's hear from the head coach, Mike Vrabel, as uh, I'll show the D-Mace tweet again. They had this young man running nothing but clear-out routes, a.k.a. decoy. This needs to be addressed by the head coach. They must get him involved in the game. Uh, former Titans receiver great Derek Mason uh, earlier in the week after that Dolphins game. Here is Mike Vrabel addressing the situation. Got to be able to find you. I mean, he was running. I mean, he created Hop's explosive game there at the end. I mean, he's rolling through there. And, you know, if they come off of him and they take Hop, then, you know, I know that, that Will's going to let that ball go. And so, you know, I think just some of those things that um, – don't lead to catches, but that are still making the play. You know, it's like defensive linemen. You can you can make the play without making a tackle. And, you know, I know that that doesn't sound great for a receiver, but, you know, a big, big guy that's rolling through, um, you know, the middle of the field that's taking coverage with them, that's creating, you know, Hop, who is our most targeted player, you know, allow him to be wide open. That's, that's a, that's a, you know, big, um, you know, factor and how why that play was successful. Do you need those small wins? Like, do you use those when you talk to? Them? Yeah, we showed we showed a team. We show everybody. You know, and so, you know, the ball is going to find them, and you know, it's going to continue to work. It's like what kind of balance between clear out routes and blocking for screens? No, those are those aren't clear outs or screens. I'm just saying we called the screen. 
like we're not you know i mean like we we're, we're not just gonna call plays for you know it just it doesn't work that way like hey we're just gonna turn raise up and throw it to to trailing and and to clear out you know we've had many many routes um and, and it's not a it's not a clear out you know what i mean it's being able to read the post safety or the quarter safety and if they stay high well then we're, we're not going to throw you know to the guy that's taking two guys uh you know through through the through the post so um i don't want you to think that we're just sending them on you know i mean we try to go up you know take a match up on third down and long and you know wasn't able to come down with it but we're, we're going to take chances we we know um the skill set that he has and he's going to help us and and we'll go from there so there are, there are absolutely such a thing as clear out route. Like that's that is a thing in play designs. You're yeah. supposed to have those. One of my biggest gripes about Todd Downing previously, flashback to everybody's nightmare, every Titans fan's nightmare, the divisional round playoff game against the Bengals in Nissan Stadium, the first play of the game. Ryan Tannehill throws down the seam on a stick route uh, to Julio Jones. He gets jumped by safety Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates saw that coming from a mile away and there was no player running a route on the opposite side of the field to hold the safety from just jumping to that side. So there are such thing as clear out routes to set up a play design to dictate defense. Now you, you need, yeah, you need to be able to manipulate a safety, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> like you have, to have something there for that player to, to wait on. But I, I think the fact that Traylon Burks, is running all of those routes that are the, we run this to, to take something away, to create something else, because DeAndre Hopkins is better, right? You, you DeAndre Hopkins is running the best route. Traylon Burks sure. might be running the second best route. Of sure, the, but of I, I, think, I think there's an important distinction between, and this is kind of what I was trying to, to, I guess, say before when we were looking at the tape, and I think Mike Vrabel said it very well, an important distinction between a clear out route that is solely there to manipulate a safety and forcing a defense to pick, right? And, and I and I think there are opportunities and routes that Traylon runs that are basically win-win if they're ran correctly, because it's a situation like you heard Mike Vrabel say, a safety's either got to go with him and clear out Hopkins to potentially have this big catch across the middle or whatever it is, or the safety can wait on Hopkins, but now you're leaving Traylon Burks on one on, in one-on-one -on -one coverage, which is an opportunity that the Titans like a lot to throw the ball. I'm not sure it's always like, let's remove Traylon from this play to set up Hopkins. There is some element of, let's see if we can create a big play to either Burks or Hopkins by running a certain route concept. And so far, I think the Titans are prepared to throw that ball. So far, opposing defenses have chosen to take the deep route and to prevent Burks from getting that to, deep pass. Right. Would right. you, you have to do? But if you're the Titans, why would you stop doing that? If it's clearing up Hopkins to have 130 receiving yards. And, and I think when a defense, you know, makes that adjustment, when there is that defense, that's like, you know what, we're going to make somebody other than DeAndre Hopkins beat us, you're probably going to see a couple big catches in a game for Traylon Burks. Because now, if you run the concept correctly, and this is on Tim Kelly, right? This is a, a hat tip to Tim Kelly. But if you have a play design that is run correctly, 
uh, and is designed well, you can't necessarily stop everybody at the same time. You got to pick your poison and, you know, it, it results in big plays. Now, I do disagree with Mike Vrabel saying one thing. He said, you know, you can't just say, like, we're going to pop up and throw at the trailer. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> you absolutely can. And the best teams, you don't think the Eagles have that decision. We're going to throw to AJ right here because we need 12 yards. And you decide something to throw to AJ to get 12 yards. Uh, the Vikings with Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Anybody else, you know, the Chiefs with Travis Kelsey. You know, we any, need any a elite big play. receiver, right? Any but elite player has plays designed for them. You call their number and say, and I, like, obviously you don't throw it if the defense takes it away and there are other options and there are reads, but you call that play to get the football to DeAndre Hopkins when you are down six points and there are under a minute to go and you need to gain 30 yards on the first play because you want to, you call a play that is going to open up the future Hall of Famer. And Traylon Burke's job on that play is to roll down the field, as Mike Vrabel says, as a big-ass guy running fast straight and let Hop come underneath and have a 32-yard catch to set you up across midfield, and now you're in a spot where you can win the football game. So it is important, and he is making plays without the football, but at some point, you can't just be the guy that sets screens and doesn't do anything else in the basketball court. You've got to get rebounds. you got to be able to make shots when they're there. And you have to be reliable. And Traylon Burks hasn't done really any of those things besides he sets screens. He's Zadrunas Elgowska setting screens to open up LeBron James. And then, but at least Big Z could hit that short uh, corner jumper all day long. Where's Traylon Burks short corner jumper to pick and pop and hit the shot and help the team put up points on the board? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's been the right. aspect. Yeah, I mean, it's been the aspect of his game that I think has really been lacking this year. Even even at the beginning of the season, right, we saw him hit a couple of those deep shots. We saw a couple moments where he had a very large impact on the Titans offense. But, I mean, you'll remember before the concussion, Austin, you and I are sitting here having a discussion about, like, well, look at all these drops that Traylon Burks is currently having. Like, when he's on some of these shorter routes and they're trying to get him involved in this intermediate passing game, he hadn't always taken advantage of those opportunities. And so he is a dangerous playmaker deep down the field. But, you know, you got to have something other than a fastball, right? And so if uh, if you're only sitting fastball, you're probably going to get hit around a little bit and opposing defenses are going to be able to stop you. Uh, also, I got to apologize. if I don't know if you can hear the situation going on in the background yeah, right now. Yeah, what's going on? Is that somebody yapping? <laughs> It, this is, I wish it was a, <laughs> is it a throw in shade day? Can we make this? No, a it's throw not. Uh, we're going to have to make this. throw shade a while because I, somebody's dog is yapping, yapping, yapping. Dude, like no- the reason I'm moving out of this apartment is half because of this. I razor thin walls in this building <laughs> and the apartment above me is inconsiderate enough. Like I think they just lock three dogs in the room above me. They bark and do this all day long, 7 a.m., <laughs> to about 5 p.m. I don't have dogs. DeMarcus says he has dogs. I don't have dogs. That's crazy. These are not my dogs. This is in another floor of the apartment building. And I just listen to this all day. I bang on the ceiling. I bang on the walls. I yell up there. I try and do everything. This is the, like, the most infuriating situation I've ever lived in in my life. I've called the office and filed noise complaints multiple times. I'm just moving out. Like that's what ultimately is happening. And I'm actually going to, that just gave me an idea. 
Ah. So uh, oh, that, I just yeah, got see, an idea. Brain here's the thing. Here. Here's the thing. Everybody, those dogs are probably like, this guy will not stop talking about this freaking football team below me uh, three times a week. That's, no, they're but probably you, hating you can't people. hear below you. You can't hear below uh, you. You can okay, only yeah. hear above you. So, I mean, maybe the people below me are like, yeah, he yells about, you know, the this guy he hates yells about Will nuts. Levis way too often. <laughs> Why um, is Cal Phillips not playing? I don't know, but this guy above me told me all day long. All right, yeah. So well, let's, let's get to let's get to I, this question here. I gotta get something clarified. I'm a dog person. I love dogs. I don't like listening to three dogs I don't know bark literally 24-7. You listen to a dog just bark all the day, all, all day long, you're gonna hate dogs too. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna mute up in the meantime because I don't wanna keep like disturbing the show. So that's fine. It's not not that bad it, it's it's really not that bad all right so let's ask this question we want to know your opinion and on facebook youtube and twitch by the way like the show we need way more likes in the show uh, if you want to laugh you can use a laughing emoji on facebook because sam's having to dodge uh dog barking all day uh, but we need more likes on the show on facebook and youtube so hit that up for us but we're going to ask you this question what is the real reason why Traylon burks isn't producing for the tennessee titans any really at all what is the real reason why Traylon burks is not producing for the Titans at all right now. Uh, we'll get to your comments. But first, I want to tell everybody about our great friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans, fbhp.com slash ATOZ, where you should turn to get your new health coverage because everybody needs a health plan that can go out there and work for them with whatever your situation may be. Uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans can find that specific opportunity for you, your growing family, maybe your family's empty nesting you and your spouse and you need less coverage or that next level of life coverage. Farm Bureau Health Plans can do that. They've invested across the state of Tennessee for over 75 years in Tennesseans and want to do the right thing for you for the long haul with your health coverage. And they've got you covered. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Let's get started at Farm Bureau Health Plans with FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. The best way to do sports betting is when the risk is minimized and you get a second chance to win big, even when you lose. And that's what they offer you at BetMGM when you use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You can get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Whatever that wager amount is, it goes back into your account and you get another shot uh, at hitting a big bet. So uh, NFL weekend, college football bowl games coming up. Make sure you're making your plays with the king of sportsbooks. That's BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, so we asked the question, what's the real reason why Trillian Burks is doing nothing for this Titans offense? A couple super chats real quick. Johnny says, if Burks was open, he would get the ball, period. Well, we played a lot of his routes, if not all of his routes, almost all of them. Uh, he's open sometimes. Uh, Andre says, hilarious, my silly wild claim predictions became show topics a week later. I called him cast for the ghost running Andre's prediction segment. Yeah, Congrats, Andre, uh, if you want to pat yourself on the back for that one. But, yeah, the ghost playmaker because Mike Vrabel is saying that Traylon Burks is making plays without the football in his hands, without being thrown the football because he's creating uh, opportunities for DeAndre Hopkins to get big plays and other opportunities too. But what is the real reason why Traylon Burks is producing nothing on the offense for the Titans? Uh, Sam, I'll get to the comments from Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch if you want to roll through those just like Traylon Burks is rolling down the football field on third and long. Hey, we've got, uh, what is the real reason why here's the comments? Uh, yeah, 
I'm not going through the dog comments anymore. Never mind. I'm not going to throw those up here. A major key says he's not focused. Uh, Jay thinks he's got too many small hands. We've got a couple people just Trailer Burks does not have small hands. He's got massive hands, actually. Massive hands. Uh, missed too much time due to injury, says Patrick Nolan here, uh, because he can't catch the ball, says John, because uh, he just isn't that good, says Big Ten Jeff. A pretty blatant statement. I mean, you can obviously make that statement, sure, but. Maybe get into a reason why you feel like he's not that good. I don't just be, yeah, he's bad. It's, you know, okay, no duh. Uh, J-Rum says he has no confidence. Uh, they don't have faith in him. Uh, let's see, just attempts in general from Christian Smith, uh, a soft mentality, lack of targets, lack of effort. Uh, his confidence is gone. He can't stay on the field. Injuries from Rooney. Injuries from DeMario. Uh, he's scared, says Kaz. He's not clutch, says Richie. Uh, Chandler says he doesn't think the coaching staff trusts him. Uh, Balthazar also believes it's the lack of targets. Um, looks like a freeze out. He's running clear out routes as a decoy is what Corey, uh, Corey's saying. We got a footwork from Zach. Uh, let's see. We, Kevin just says he's a bust. Uh, we got health issues. We got mental issues. I wouldn't say Traylon's got mental issues by any means or like, I'm surprised the only, by the lack of confidence thing. I don't think Traylon lacks confidence personally. I think I think the uh, the mental the only mental issues Traylon Burks has is the fact that he's had two pretty significant concussions in the last 12, 11 yeah, months. Yeah, maybe head issues, like from brain issues. But yeah, I, I, I would say it, I don't think it's actual. mental issues. I don't think he needs to see a psychiatrist anytime soon. Oh, look, sports psychiatrists work. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying Traylon, but I think every NFL athlete, every pro athlete. So probably use a sports psychiatrist. That would be just like having a personal trainer. Why not do yeah. that too? That's a side note. Well, yeah. So uh, Austin, I think for me, it comes down to something I alluded to when we were talking about the routes in general and we were looking at them. And yeah. I do think it is tied into something the chat was on, which is this injury and more significant than I think the just the injury in general, because it's a concussion and uh, he could be playing at a hundred percent. And I still think that injury would be affecting him because I think the real reason he's not producing is he has no chemistry with Will Levis. I think him and Will Levis, Will Levis just does not have the same trust in Traylon Burks that he currently has in Deandre Hopkins. And you see it when you look at some of these route concepts and you watch certain routes that develop where De where Traylon Burks comes open on one side of the field. Levis kind of takes the option to throw into coverage to target DeAndre Hopkins on the left side because he knows where he's going to be. He trusts him to make a play for him. He's uh, thrown plenty of passes out that way, both in practices and games over the last month or so. There seems to be a level of trust and chemistry between Will Levis and Traylon Burks uh, uh, Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins that isn't there with Will Levis and Traylon Burks. And so I think when you combine a player who does run some clear out routes, who runs some decoy routes, who tries to free up DeAndre Hopkins, now you're having a guy who has limited routes that he's actually posing a receiving threat in short or intermediate yardage or across the middle. And I don't think Will Levis has the same level of trust in Traylon that he has in D-Hop. Like, we saw him take that one shot deep, and that's really the only time Levis has been like, yeah, let's go take that shot to Traylon. I think, you know, when given two options, he's going to say, where's number 10 at? Let's think about it. Traylon Burks has played in four games with Will Levis. 
Now it doesn't seem like it's been that many. Well, we can remove the Colts. Left, left early. Well, no, but that was in the fourth quarter. That was in the fourth quarter. Was it the fourth quarter? Okay. It was. Yeah, that was like four minutes left in the game, right? Okay. Uh, He he left early in that game uh, because of the concussion. Then he only played ten snaps uh, against the Colts. You can remove the Colts game because we all understand what that situation was. But against the Falcons, against the uh, Dolphins, and then against the Steelers, where he played the majority of those, like regular volume of snaps, he hasn't really done anything. Now, those were Levis's first game, second game, and this most recent one uh, there, too, when they were down 14 all of a sudden in the fourth quarter because of two got awful turnovers and you got to do something. So, so continue, but like he yeah. hasn't played that many times with Levis. I just in... go ahead. Yeah, well, I think when you look at like like those some of those routes, right? If we were to play this video over again, and I were to tell you watch Traylon Burks and what times he could actually get thrown the ball and be open, like right there, maybe he probably, he, I think maybe, he could have, right? He yeah. was it wasn't open, but if there was attention paid to him, there's that I think of, the second route is the oh, let's start it over if you could, White, uh, yeah. please. The, the second route I think actually had an opportunity because. That's a cover two beater. The corner yes. sitting in the, in the, not this one, but the next one. The corner is sitting in the flats. The safety's over the top. He throws it and forces it to Hopkins in the middle. But I think Burks on that spot is, is an option there. I don't know the down and distance. It's kind of hard to do all this I mean, in, in live. There's time, that but. go route and one on one coverage. He didn't have the time to get it off. Play action. I, this ball could He's open maybe, there. Maybe I mean, he was open there. He, was, there. he takes the shallower route. He runs here. Like that's, this is just pressure away. got there. Yeah, pressure got there before he could could look that way. I mean, th- there's Nothing. one coming up here. It's the one where he sits on the right side and he throws yeah. the Hopkins on the other side. Right here, he didn't really look to that side of the field. His eyes went directly to Hopkins as soon as he right. got in pressure. Um, but I, I do think like if Traylon Burks was the focal point, he was open on that one. But D Hop made an incredible catch. <laughs> Yeah, this I was mean, a this was that, a one side. You know, they had short time on the clock there. They had to throw it fast, and you throw it to D Hop or the end zone. So I think maybe it's this, this is one. the one I think er, it's coming uh, up here. It's, it's on the right uh, either side. way. There, there are opportunities here to maybe get him the ball. He's not the first read. Had he be the if he's the first read, he gets some things. So ultimately, it comes down to one. He doesn't have that same connection with Will Levis, where Levis does not resort to him as his last second option the same way he does to DeAndre Hopkins. He'd rather take a shot to DeAndre Hopkins. That's fine. That's not a knock against Will Levis. I saw people being like, nah, he throws to everybody. Yeah, he does You know, spread out the ball a good bit. I, I don't think it's wrong for a quarterback to have a go-to option. Uh, and then number two, Austin, would just be, it's working. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins just had 120, 130 yards. The passing game has been working relatively well recently. They just won a football game with 28 points on the board on the road using mm-hmm. Traylon and some of those decoy spots. So at the end of the day, it's working. And if it's mm-hmm. working, why change it? So look, you're, you're right. And I think we are aligned on this. So I'll say it in a different way. Traylon Burks is getting the Corey Davis treatment with the Titans offense in multiple ways. You are right. DeAndre Hopkins is it's clicking there. And obviously Will Levis has trust in DeAndre Hopkins. If you go look at the targets on the season, DeAndre Hopkins has 107 targets this year. The next two receivers that lead the team in yards behind D-Hop, which is Chig and NWI, combine 
Chigan and NWI, second and third on the team in yards. Those two guys combine for less than DeAndre Hopkins' 107 targets. That is how lopsided the target share is uh, for these pass catchers. Now, Tajay Spears got like 50-plus targets. as the Tajay's got the second most targets on the team. I don't think Titans fans would complain about that, though. I mean, mean, like, when you have a number one receiver, when you have a guy who you're like, this guy is good, I mean, that's a guy that you target, and it's a guy that you have to get involved. I'd rather them overuse D-Hop than not have him in the game plan enough. For sure. So Tajay's got second most target, third most targets on the team uh, behind D Hop and Chig, ironically. So one way that that um, one way that Burks is getting Corey Davis treatment is the lack of connection with Will Levis, the lack of on-field chemistry, because the same thing happened to Corey Davis in 2019. Ryan Tannehill takes over for Marcus Mariota and starts game seven. Same two and four record game seven. Ryan Tannehill starts. Will Levis starts. And all of a sudden AJ Brown explodes. Deandre Hopkins explodes. Corey Davis get a lot of cardio in Traylon Burks. Now that he's back is getting a lot of cardio in and Traylon Burks is also not in the second way that he's getting the Corey Davis treatment. Traylon Burks is running the second best route of the, of the scheme. Every time he's out there. DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Brown. Like, think about it. What are the what are the routes and the where are the catches that D Hop is making across yeah, the field, across the middle of the field, shoulder sideline? That yeah. is, those are AJ Brown routes with the Tennessee Titans. That's what D Hop's getting. Where were where were Corey Davis getting catches? They were down the field shots. Some there were some comeback routes, some crossers. Not a lot of opportunities for Corey Davis with the lack of chemistry with the quarterback who was not the leading quarterback in training camp. What was Burks doing in training camp this year? Catching passes from Ryan Tannehill. What did he do before he got hurt uh, the first time this season with a knee? He was catching some pretty deep passes from Ryan Tannehill, and then he dropped a lot of deep passes from Ryan Tannehill too, missed opportunities. So Corey Davis treatment for Traylon Burks, the biggest reason why is because he just doesn't have that on-field chemistry with with Will Levis. And I'm going to go to Traylon Burks because – he was asked about that and asked about all these things. And so let's hear from Traylon Burks in the locker room this week. Good. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm at a good place with Will. You know, we our timing is, you know, on the money. So feel good about it. You beat yourself up at all over that one deep ball that maybe was you could have come up with? Um, no, I mean, I mean, it's professional football. You know? It's athletes on both sides of the ball. You know, um, yeah, I mean, I wish I could have made the catch, but, you know, you just got to move on. When you look at the film of that, should you have had it? Could you have had it? I mean, it was a chance that I could have had it. And, you know, I just – it was an incomplete ball. Receivers always want to catch the ball, right? It's part of the, the drill here. But how have you gone about embracing the opportunity to make plays when the ball not always coming your way? That's – I mean, that's what I've done all my life. Uh, you know, just made plays without the ball in my hand, helping other guys out. And then when the ball finds me, it finds me and make a play there. So. So, Sam, you talked to Burks right there. What do you think about that? Well, I do want to say, like, I I, I didn't say this enough when Mike Vrabel was speaking either. I do agree with this concept. I do think it is very, very possible to have a very positive impact on an offense without catching the football. And I do think that's something that Traylon Burks is embracing fully. You might write it as a ghost playmaker, right? And fans don't necessarily see it on the box score. 
But if you are able to force a defense into making a tough decision of you got to guard me or guard him and somebody's going to be open because I'm running my route so well and I'm that dangerous, like that is an asset. So I don't want to just put Traylon Burks in a box of like, you have to catch the ball. And so it's also important, right? And I understand it from a fan's perspective, even from my perspective, right? You're drafted in the first round. You're drafted in the front half of the first round or whatever he was, pick 15, 17, something like that. I always forget. There was an expectation for Traylon Burks to have his game elevated to a level in which he could replace the impact of A.J. Brown. Fair or not fair, that was the kind of expectation for a fan base, for the media, and honestly, for the coaching staff. Like, when you make that sort of a deal, you think this guy's going to be a number one. So the fact that he's not popping off on the box score is a big, like, knock against him for a lot of people. But that doesn't mean he's not impactful to the Titans' offense. He might not be first-round impactful. He might not be living up to the hype uh, that I I was hyped up for him and other people were hyped up for him during training camp. It doesn't mean he's nowhere. It doesn't mean that mm-hmm. he doesn't show up in some of these plays. And so I do want to give Traylon credit for that aspect of this. And is, he's not, and you know, pardon my French, he's not going to bitch about it either. Like Traylon Burks it, is not in a position to do that, one. But he's not, that's not his personality either. Yeah, I, like, I, I just want to give I agree. for embracing that because I like I you heard my question, right? It's easy to be a diva wide receiver. There's yeah. a lot of them. There's a lot of guys, even not good ones. You can say, Sam, well, only the diva wide receivers are only the good ones. I watched Elijah Moore like bitch about not catching a football for like 18 months with the Jets because he wasn't happy that he wasn't getting targets. Traylon Burks isn't doing that. He's saying, how can I free up a guy like D-Hop to make a play? I think that's the right mentality for a guy in his position to have. You have to do it. And look, it is real. Like, I I have the term ghost. I make the graphics when I'm on the show with Sam. Zach makes the graphics when he's on the show. Right? So I came up, ghost playmaker is my phrase. Is it not true, though? Like, yeah. It's true I mean, in both it, it, ways. We just talked not seeing it, but it is working. It is having an impact. So somebody's probably somebody close to Traylon Burks is probably going to see Ghost Playmaker and be super offended by that. But it's not. It's real. Like that's what he's doing. He is a playmaker because he's helping other guys make plays. It's just not the way you want it to happen. You want him to be running the D hop route, and you want NWI or Chris Moore to be the Traylon yes. Burks role. But, but that's not how NWI and Chris Moore don't have the speed and size to be the Traylon Burks. Well, Chris Moore opposing. Chris Moore's got that. True, but if I'm gonna, maybe you can use Chris Moore in that way. But I think as an opposing uh, defense, you're lead, more worried Chris about Traylon Burks. Is leading the NFL in yards per catch of yeah. receivers with I think the what, Titans 50? are the Titans are second in the NFL in passing plays of 40 yards or more. And I think it's Explosive. like, it's just all the times that Chris Moore catches the football. Who saw <laughs> that? That's what it is. Who saw that coming? Um, so, okay. I, like, I, I don't, and Chris Frazier says, Austin, stop. Austin, stop. No, I, I like there, you have to do it. Like there has to be somebody. And uh, when I, I used to coach youth basketball and everybody's got to have a role, right? Like you've got your guys that score. You got your guys that can't shoot. You don't put them in situations to do something they can't do. Traylon Burks, don't get me wrong needs to be a reliable pass-catching playmaker for the Titans if this is going to work. But he's not right now. But can Traylon Burks go get you 12 rebounds to help win a game? Can Traylon Burks set screens to give your best shot makers open shots? 
it, you the need him. says he's a screen setter, not a scorer. And so I think Titans fans, right? You thought you were getting Clay Thompson. You got Draymond Green, right? But but when Draymond's not out yeah, there, old Draymond, yeah, less. Uh, Draymond's a bad. I mean, bad, hey, uh, a lot of the, a lot of our chats probably Grizzlies fans. They are they are familiar with the Grizzlies, the 180 that was the Memphis Grizzlies with Stephen Adams and without Stephen Adams. And on paper, Stephen Adams not the most impressive player. You're like, well, Jaron Jackson's better, John Morant's better, Desmond Bain's better, Dylan Brooks might be better. Like you're listing all these guys that are better than Stephen Adams, but if you don't have the guy that's clearing out the paint, if you don't have the guy that's allowing Ja to get to the rim getting the offensive rebounds, setting the screens to get him going. It's a different looking team. And so, it, yeah, maybe you thought you were getting a top five center in the game and you got Steven Adams and that's disappointing. Doesn't mean you don't need him to succeed. Yeah, it's team, right? Like you have to have people play roles. And unfortunately, you got to have guys do the dirty roles. And Traylon Burks is having to do the dirty role right now because DeAndre Hopkins is a star, you know, like that's, we know that it's not, I'm not saying anything. Nobody doesn't know. DeAndre Hopkins is a hall of fame receiver playing at a damn good level. Should be getting some pro bowl votes. The fact that he's got 900 yards with four games left and the worst offensive line. That's the other thing too. We didn't talk about that. How many, if Traylon Burks is having to run the deeper routes, the longer developing routes, because we he saw is the one on guy those, on the, that tape. We yeah. saw a couple times where it was like, Ooh, ball could have gone there. Levis didn't have enough time to throw it. <laughs> but because like, Burks also is the only D Hop doesn't have the speed to run those Burks routes. He doesn't. That's not his game, right? He, here's how about this? How about this, Sam? I'll go a little more old school. I'll go 2004 Pistons. Ooh. 2004 okay. Pistons. DeAndre balls. Hopkins <laughs> is Rip Hamilton. D, D Hop is Rip Hamilton running off three screens a, a series and getting open and hitting down jumpers. Traylon Burks is Rasheed Wallace. Or even Ben Wallace. Hey, I was probably, say Ben probably, Wallace. Maybe. I think he's more Ben Wallace. Traylon Burks is Ben Wallace. Uh, let's see. Rasheed Wallace is probably Chig. Who's yeah. uh? Who's yeah, Chauncey? Uh, who's Tayshawn Prince? Tayshawn Prince is dude. Is your boy? Was he after that era? No, no, that's same. No, I can go with this. It's it's it, Chauncey. Yeah, Rip, was, who's Tayshawn Prince? Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace. Who's That's Tayshaun? the starting Who, five. Who's Tayshawn Prince on this team? NWI. Is he not? They even okay. look the same. <laughs> okay. I don't – that's not true at all. They, they're similar. They have similar looks. <laughs> Tayshawn Prince and NWI? They're long. Yes. That's – I don't and, know if they look alike, but okay. And, uh, and I agree, Jay Gore. Will Levis is Chauncey Billups. Yeah. <laughs> out there plays, right? Man, that was a – I remember – the starting five Detroit Detroit Pistons starting lineup intros by their PA announcer. That's how, that's how much I watched that Pistons team, even though I Ooh. didn't like, but no, that's D hop is rip Hamilton and Traylon Burks right now is Ben Wallace. He's setting it up, but that's what it is. But you, Ben Wallace helped them win an NBA finals over the way more talented superstar led Lakers that year. And I was a mad eighth grader. Oh, you were a Lakers guy in eighth grade. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah it sounds about right. It sounds about right. Yeah, I loved, I loved Kobe, man. Um, you, I, that was, are you a uh, Lakers fan now with LeBron? Is that the, 
No, I, I um, when I went to college in the Eastern time zone, I got really separated from Los Angeles Lakers, 11 o'clock tip-offs. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they sucked. That was the, uh, I went out with the Smith Parker. Days. You had Robert Sacre. That was that, that team, the Robert Sacre team post Kobe. No, this is pre pre post Kobe. They had a, they had a resurgence there. This is like 2010. All right, yeah, it was pre post Kobe, but it was like older Kobe when they were yeah. bad. Uh, Robert yes. Sacre. I don't know. I just remember he was on a bad Lakers team. Yeah, I, I was uh, the Pal Gasol, Sasha Vujicic, um, those Devin George. Those days were my last, uh, my last Lakers. Anyway, uh, okay. T Shannon says get to the super chats. That's fine. We'll get to the super chats. We've got several of them uh, right here. But first, I want to tell you guys all about. Hey, Sam. Uh, what we did yesterday, X Golf Nashville, the home of indoor golf in Nashville. If you missed it yesterday, it's on our Facebook page. We went live from Facebook. Me and Sam had a little long drive challenge at X Golf Nashville. Stay tuned for the end of the show if you want to see a little fireworks from the long drive challenge from X Golf Nashville. I'll say this X Golf is badass. Yeah, it was cool. It, I'm going to be back is. because, spoiler alert, I lost the long drive challenge. Uh, hadn't hadn't been golfing in a while. I, I just I didn't have the pop that I needed to have. I got to work on my swing, Austin. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going to be back uh, and I because I, there's not a better spot to, like, improve your golf game than X-Golf. I mean, with the ball retriever, I'm sorry to steal your thunder on the slide. No, you're I, good. Do I, it. I feel passionate about how great X golf is. Yeah. The ball retriever. If you guys have ever used a golf simulator, the worst thing about playing golf simulators, you hit the ball, you got to walk and get your ball and tee it up. And it, it's just kind of a pain every time you hit it. There are multiple balls in a machine that the ball bounces off the wall, goes back into the machine. You just tap a button. Not only does it spit the ball out, it tees it up for you. So if you're working on your drive, Probably once every 15 seconds, you can hit another drive. So, yeah, maybe you book a bay for an hour. You can take a thousand golf shots. I, I mean, I mean, you can just work on your swing nonstop. It, it's very, very easy to do, and the the simulators are fantastic. And that was yeah. the other thing we did with our long drive. Is I started looking, and I'm like, you know. I, I, we got the same ball speed. We got the same club speed. Yours are going 20 yards farther. I need to work on my launch angle. And then all of a sudden you make a tweak, you make an adjustment, you improve the shot. Like that's the kind of technology that we're dealing with to get yep. the best results possible. I loved X golf. It was a great time. Yep. So if you want gift cards for somebody, there's the golfer. It's always great temps inside. They got a bar, they got TVs. If you're watching bowl games, if you're watching any playoff football, football the rest of the year, if you just want to get away, I, I had a hard time leaving X golf yesterday, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was really tough. It was a great Give, time. And, and Jake, Jake says, Sam, you're six, five, you're five, 11 clubs. Jake, not enough people are talking about the club size. Not enough people are talking about the club size. So I really just, appreciate this. And, and Jeff, it's not even about three feet to go get your ball. It's about sometimes rhythm. the reader will read you as a ball and like, mess up your shot if you're playing pebble beach and then it's like well i got to take a mulligan here on this one because it thinks i putted the ball and i didn't actually do it and then it's also just nice to like be able to get in a rhythm you can hit tap hit tap hit tap no bending over no none of that that can when it's like you're hitting 100 golf balls sometimes you just don't want to bend over and get it anymore so just tap a button with your foot it's way better objectively 
And they'll put us on the big screens there. They uh, do. They do, that they do. All yeah, right. So. Xgolfnashville.com for your gift cards. Make them a part of the holidays. Xgolfnashville.com. Go get you uh, some gift cards for this holiday season. Super chat before we move on. Uh, Kane just says to trade Burks for draft capital. Uh, Darren says Diop has Levis's trust and Burks is pretty much none of those uh, is the primary target. Levis also doesn't have the time to progress through his reads like that under pressure and you naturally go to your go-to absolutely true darren also comes back and says i'm actually going to blame the o-line uh and then uh so those are the super chats that came in there uh, about burks and look i think all of minus kane saying trade him for draft capital i don't know what they're going to do with Traylon burks um at the end of the season i doubt they're going to trade him but you know if he doesn't prove to be reliable and able to make plays when they come to him that's the unfortunate thing is that Traylon burks has limited opportunities and so when you get one, you got to make the most of it. Yeah. Uh, that's like that deep ball, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like, hey, it, there are only so many times throughout the course of a game that the coverage is going to allow Will Levis to take that deep shot. The offensive line is going to protect it long enough to uh, let him air it out and that you're going to have, you know, uh, an actual opportunity to catch the 70 yarder. And, and so that you see this with, NFL deep threats a lot of the time where they'll have multiple games of one catch for one yard and then they'll go for two for 150 and two touchdowns and it's because they took advantage of their shots that day but you got to come down with the 50-50 balls and I think that's another spot that you know you could definitely criticize Traylon Burks if you wanted to was he had an opportunity to make a play down the field for his quarterback and gain some of that trust DeAndre Hopkins did it Traylon Burks did not and uh, I think you know that that's the difference in the two receivers at this point. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so uh, Sam, let's talk about this AFC South battle because the Titans right now, this is it, right? This is the last opportunity for the Tennessee Titans to stay alive. If they beat the Houston Texans, man, they're, I mean, they're really not that far away. Now well, there's a lot you have of to jump- look at that. Look at that Jags game, right? They're yep. against the Baltimore Ravens who are currently the one seed in the AFC South. So even if like Indy were to win, but if you can get a Jacksonville loss and you come out with a win, you're going to be two out of first in the AFC South with three to play, two of those games being divisional games. So this is like this thing might start to tighten up here, uh, no pun intended, as uh, you come to the end of, of the season. Yeah, so Sam, I'm going to pivot our questions. We had an, another question, but yesterday uh, Jack and I asked each other in the chat, what's your confidence level in the Titans winning this game? If CJ Stroud's not going to play, spoiler alert, CJ Stroud's not going to play against the Titans. It's going to be Davis Mills at quarterback for the Houston Texans. So on a one through 10 scale, Sam, what is your confidence level in the Titans beating the Texans on Sunday? And I, I think it's, it's, it's fascinating as you think about your confidence level here, the schedules are really weird because you've got the Jags against the Ravens. Then they have Tampa, Carolina, and Tennessee. Unfortunately, the Jags are going to win a couple more games. The The Texans are beat the hell up, and the Texans could lose out. The Colts could win out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the, the Colts Titans. of Pittsburgh, they've, like, I, I think the biggest game that's almost a toss-up to me yeah. is what does Jacksonville do at Tampa? That is right. a pretty good team. Uh, it's a, a team that likes to muddy up a game. Uh, Baker Mayfield throw, shows flashes occasionally. I don't think that game is a lock, but I mean, Jacksonville should beat Carolina. They might lose to Baltimore. Uh, and so 
what is that Tampa Bay game like? Because if they lose that game to Tampa and they lose that game to Baltimore, now you're talking about a team that is going to be what? Let me just look for it. They'll be nine and seven going into the last week against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. What is the Titans record going into that game? Uh, You know, depending on the fact that, by the way, that second game against Seattle that's coming to town here might be Drew Locke. You might be getting Davis Mills, Drew Locke, maybe CJ Stroud probably back at that point. But CJ Stroud without his weapons. Note Tank Dell's done. Is Nico Collins going to play Sunday? Is Will Anderson going to play Sunday? The the Texans are No Dalton Schultz. I mean. Yeah. So confidence level, Sam, you're not on the pregame show this upcoming week, so you can kind of give what you've got. Now, I believe you've got a little Titans at two action this afternoon. So uh, what is your confidence level in the Titans being the Texans uh, without Stroud and some of these other key players that Houston won't have? I'd hate to do this to everybody because every time I pick the Titans, I'm wrong. Eight. Uh, they're in the Oilers jerseys. They can't lose in the Oilers jerseys. Come on, at home, Oilers jerseys. It's Davis Mills thrown to Robert Woods as his number one wide receiver. This is a game the Titans should win, especially with the amount of momentum they currently have. I, I mean, there is a, a good feeling in this locker room. I know we've said that a few times before this year, but to finally get over the hump and to get a, a, a good win, not a 13 to 10 win over the Carolina Panthers or whatever that final score was but to go on the road and beat the Miami Dolphins uh, and, and do it in the fashion that they did. I think the Titans right now feel like they're playing with house money. They don't have a feeling of like, we have to win right now. This is now or never this way. It's one week at a time. It's house money. Let's go have fun and ball out. And I think, you know, Davis Mills, throw into Robert Woods does not scare me. I think the Titans win this football game at home. All right. Uh, I, look, I, I said six. Uh, Jack said six and a half because we're both, you know, just paranoid about you never know what's going to happen. Hey, so, that's a, you can't blame you. So no. Right. So Sam, um, I've got, I've got two things. I've got uh, one thing you should be looking for the weekend. And I got a surprise for you here in a little bit, but first tell us all about the bone and joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Don't fumble on your recovery. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute and schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. They're located out in Franklin with a state-of-the-art rehab facility to assist in your recovery. Uh, And everything is all under one roof, one campus, and no driving all over Middle Tennessee to get to different appointments. Clinic, rehab, surgery, imaging, testing, you name it, it's there. It's at the Bone & Joint Institute in Franklin, state-of-the-art rehab facility, uh, and a great team of doctors to provide you with the best care. So don't fumble on your recovery. Schedule that appointment at boneandjointtn.org. Also with BetMGM, you know you can always win big with your first bet. So take advantage of it. Sign up, use our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports when you sign up. So you can get this bonus bet, uh, this big first bet offer up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's only when you sign up with the BetMGM app. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, the only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification. Other requirements first online room money with your only rewards issue. Not your bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days and for following games. Store called Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So, Sam. Uh, I said I have a surprise for you that's coming up here in a little bit, but I've also got something to watch for um, over the weekend. So mm. it's not up yet at BetMGM. Fridays are typically when the player props start to show up, but I believe uh, it'll happen um, soon. 
over Saturday or leading up to Sunday. I, I told Zach this on Tuesday morning. My new trend for Titans bets at BetMGM is a Chris Moore prop. It's over his combined rushing and receiving yards, which Monday night was 12 and a half. Because Chris, Chris Moore wow. is a big play guy. And so it's not up yet. That's usually a late player prop ad. But Chris Moore over rushing and receiving yards, I feel good about it as long as it's like 17 and a half or less. And I don't yeah. think it's going to go from 12 and a half to 17 and a half. But Chris Moore's averaging 22, nearly 23 yards per catch. He's got a couple carries this season, one that's gone for 30. So I think Chris Moore is due for that one big play per game that's going to cash that prop bet. So I love Chris Moore's combined rushing and receiving yards. But what I'm already on for this game, Sam, is the over. And it's dropped. I took it at 38 yesterday, wow. and it's at 37 right now. Just because C.J. Stroud's out and they're going to miss some other playmakers, I think the Titans' defense played so well against the Miami Dolphins on Monday. They're still going to be without Jeff. They're going to give up more plays. Yeah, let I down spot maybe. Yeah, I think they're going to give up some points. I think the Titans' offense is going to score some points. So I think the over 37 is a really good pick for this game on Sunday as well. Well, let me tell you what I like because I usually go player prop and I usually go receiving prop and I usually, uh, or or a Derrick Henry rushing prop is another one of my favorites, but I'm going to get a little cute with it this week because one of my favorite things I saw from the Titans offense in Miami was the receiving impact of one Tajay Spears and the number of targets and catches that he had taken them down the field. He has continued to improve as a route runner over the course of the season. His hands have continued to improve over the course of the season. I think Will Levis is really starting to gain trust in Tajay Spears as well as kind of his safety valve. And right now on BetMGM, over under 15 and a half receiving yards for Tajay Spears at minus 110. Austin, you mentioned he's second on the team in targets with over 50 targets this season. I think he has a couple catches. He's going to go over that 15 and a half mark. He can make guys miss and gets a lot of yak as well. So I like the over on Tajay Spears over 15 and a half receiving yards this Sunday. Yeah, I like it a lot too. Um, and his combined rushing and receiving is just 43 and a half. So that's not a bad that's number. Another good one he could, do, he could yeah. do either rushing or receiving over that number. Like, uh, like he's been known to do. Julius says in a super chat, how many times have the Titans disappointed us losing to backup quarterbacks? Again, that's why I think the over is a good play here on bet MGM, but Sam, it is now time for my surprise that I have for you. But I have no to, idea what this could be. So this it's is got like... to do with our good news. So ain't that good news. So send your good news here in the chat. Also, shout out Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon. Save some money on that new Rye. It's a great time. The end of the year is a great time to buy a car. They're trying to get rid of those inventories. Everybody's got to make sure the end of the year is strong in the sales department. So go see our friend Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. So we want your good news in the chat. Sam, do you want me to go first since I've been teasing you with this all yeah, show? Yeah, why not? Go ahead. Hit me with the good news. My good news is that, Sam, you are exactly, almost to the day, 10 years younger than I am. You should be out driving me all day Oh, long. gosh. But I smoked your ass at X-Golf yesterday, and my surprise for you 
is to let you relive once again my back-to-back 300-yard drive. A great round five right now. Down three to one. Back is against the wall. I'm about to have a great round five, and I'm gonna I'm gonna close this gap a little bit. That's a good one. I mean, that that ball speed is is as high as it's really been for you all day. That's a really good ball speed. I'm worried. We're in trouble, guys. That is our long drive of the day with Austin at three twelve. Smoking you out of this thing, Sam. What's up, young man? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm in trouble. Uh, we we are in trouble. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to, you know, find some magic here. Yeah, that, that that's the best shot. Of, that's the best shot of the day. That's the best shot of the day. Uh, maybe a little too high, but I think the the 166 ball speed carrying 280 down the middle, hitting 300. Back-to-back 300-yard right. drives. And mine, my long drives of the day, because we played the best of seven, so four, I beat you in five rounds. And the one round that you beat me, it got me by two yards. And you mine said was long drive. Better. You said long drive. Okay. We did, and, we and, did say accuracy mattered. I just need a timeout. One, uh, we Jake is getting the love of the show today because – he once again says, hey, Sam's using kitty clubs, okay? <laughs> Not my fault. Not my fault that I'm tall and I, I'm using kid clubs, all right? that Kid gloves? Clubs? What are you talking about? They're, it's a, it was a normal-sized driver. No, no, they weren't kid clubs, but they were short. They were meant for well, a 5'11 man. And then you, they had like eight bags of clubs there. They had one lefty set because uh, that's what the they do. Saying, I grabbed the chat saying I need some better clubs. I, I – Here's what we need to do, because I, I was pressing a little bit, Austin. There's oh, no doubt like about that. that. I let the pressure get to me a little bit. I, I started backpedaling. I was on skates, and then we started unraveling a little. But as you saw in warm-ups when I was going nice and easy, and after the fact when I was cooling out a little bit, I was just hitting some good shots here. I think after the Titan season ends, we need to go to X-Golf, and we need to play 18 at X-Golf. And we need to see, like, that's my rematch. It, it, forget the long drive competition. Let's see your short game. Let's play 18 at X-Golf. We'll play Pebble Beach. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I, I haven't picked up a golf club in a year and a half. I haven't played a round of golf since the summer of 2022. And I went out there and went back-to-back 300-yard bombs. 300-yard hey. bombs. Yeah, I, I, it was an impressive showing out of you. You you did impress me with the showing. I normally I'm better than that. I I know a lot of people would say that, but Rashid says let it be a live stream for us to watch. And I don't hate the idea, Rashid. I think I think it's Pebble Beach for 18. It's a live stream, off season live stream, and we see if Austin can uh, can do it again or if he was a one hit wonder. I uh, was no one. It was two hits. That was one back to back 300 yard drives in less one than afternoon a wonder. One afternoon, uh-huh, one yeah. uh, that's that's what she said right there. All right, so uh, Hello Ladies also said Sam benches three hundred. Look at them shoulders. Yeah, but bro, you yeah, I needed more torque. torque. Yeah, it was it you, was you, not a good you showing. Using I didn't, your legs. I did not use my. Uh, again, clubs were short, so I didn't use my legs quite as much as I thought. I it makes I no sense. If the clubs are shorter, then you should use your legs more because you should be well, able I was to trying get. To get I was trying to get maximum extension to make sure uh-huh. I was getting down on the ball, and then we were kind yep. of pulling off a yep. little bit. It was a it was a mechanical breakdown for sure. 
I will just say I, I did win four out of five rounds. And the one round that you beat me in, I had a long in that round of 291 and you went 293. And my 291 was way straighter than your 293. That's facts. Hey, you can, go, you can go look at it. I heard you can go look drive. at it. I heard long drive. That's what I heard, which is crazy. Yeah, I heard long drive too. That's why I went 312 and then followed up with a 301. And those were good shots and you won that round. I won the whole thing, four to four to one. That is that is a correct so, statement. That is my good news. So that Sam, is a, that you, uh, is a correct statement. <laughs> do you have uh, good news this weekend? Yeah, the my, dog is not good, barking anymore, right? <laughs> no, it is. And I like my good news <laughs> is that I'm actually going to – I decided to do this just for my own happiness. So I'm going to go to the leasing office like immediately after the show and be like, hey, I'm moving out. And if you want to know why, blame the dogs, right? <laughs> well, like the, I warned you about those people in the apartment above me. So that's what we're doing. Um, I think – uh, I, sorry, I'm all over the place. The chat is in my <laughs> noggin right now with some of these comments about, about uh, you're getting you're getting flustered like you were after my 300 yard drives. Yeah, hey, I'm backpedaling right now. I yeah, think yeah. Uh, my trip. good news for the weekend is going to be tonight. Uh, I you know I got a nice little date night planned. Austin, you have been to Cheekwood Botanical Gardens before. Yeah. I got engaged at Cheekwood Botanical Gardens, and yeah, I, you've shouted this out to me before. Like, hey, Christmas light specials. They've got like some some like bar pop up things. It's Hell, just a nice place to walk around. Yeah. So, uh, date night tonight. I'm pumped up about it. I I don't usually, and part of this is the job, right? And part of this is working in football. I don't usually celebrate Christmas like at all. And then Christmas gets here, and I'm kind of like, oh. Christmas is here, right? But like, I haven't watched a Christmas movie. I haven't looked at a single Christmas light. I haven't listened to a single Christmas song in December so far. Uh, and so before the holiday season passes me by, I'm excited to spend a night uh, with the fiance and be like, hey, let's listen to some Christmas music and look at some Christmas lights or whatever. And it should be a good time. Did you get tickets already for Cheekwood? I have the membership. So yeah, we are. That means you have to get tickets though. It doesn't mean you can just get tickets. You have to get a slot. You might not be going. I'll go get my slot. You might not be going tonight, Sam. No, Friday night. Friday night holiday lights. They might be full. They might be booked. I got my membership. I got my membership. I I know. Same. I've been a Cheekwood member for several years now. You still got to go get tickets. You can't just walk in there. They get crowded. Membership then. Free. The price. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I still got to go get the tickets, but I have. Yeah. All right. So before you go I'll complain go, to the racing get, office, you need to yeah, check the website so you can get in the night, door tonight. Okay, I'll teach you a couple lessons. Yesterday at X Golf, and then tonight for for Cheekwood Day. But no, it, all right, I, that's a great. We got to go back to X Golf. This is good. this is pissing <laughs> me off. I'm I'm this is not sitting right with me right now. Oh man! All right, guys. Well, uh, do you do have Titans at two this afternoon? Is that correct? I do. Yeah. Titans at two coming up. Going to give you some more thoughts about the breakdown of the AFC South uh, and kind of a quick preview of Titans and Texans this weekend. You guys might want to tune in to hear my predictions about the AFC South. I have a bold take on who I think the AFC South champion is going to be. Uh, And so I'm going to break it all down for you and why I feel that way. Titans at two later this afternoon following a press conference uh, coming up with Mike Vrabel and some locker room availability. So uh, we'll have have some good content to preview this weekend's games. Love it. And also, uh, Jack and I will be up on the rooftop at Acme on Sunday. It's supposed to be okay weather, I believe. So if you're going to the Texans game, 
um, on Sunday. Come by and see us on the rooftop at Acme. Spirited Hive and Ranch Water have game day specials for all the home games. So come by and see us there. And don't forget to hit that like button before you leave here today on this Friday. And have a safe weekend. Sam will see you later this afternoon. Have a good one. Appreciate it as always.